Welcome to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. This is Chris. And you can't get through this intro without laughing. <laughs> because when you were counting down five, four, three, two, fuck you. Yes. That was wonderful, wasn't it? <laughs> or was that Peace Amongst Worlds? I don't remember. I think you have to do two of them. That was a book of you. <laughs> Oh, that was beautiful. So what are we talking about tonight? Apparently diamonds and vaginas. So I get a text. Uh, <laughs> I get a text from Mike, and he's like, we still on for tonight? And I'm like, hells yeah, we're on. Or I said, yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. So he sends me back a text, and it's, ask me about diamonds and vaginas. So the, the, the thing that I don't understand is the wedding ring. Now, there are a lot of things about the wedding ring that I don't get. Okay. But beyond the wedding ring and, and that thing, which I think you can justify to some degree, I don't understand the enormous engagement ring. Now, the theory is, is that a man is supposed to spend a certain amount, a certain percentage of his annual income to purchase you your ring. That doesn't happen anymore, by the way. It doesn't. Then why do you still see women with big diamond rings? One, diamond prices are fake. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can go into that whole thing. So, um, diamond prices are fake. Uh, initially, you would present somebody with a big ring, and it was a symbol of your status. Right, I I get that. But now everybody has them, and if they don't have the real one, they've got it in cubic zirconia, and it looks like the real one. I don't fully understand it. I'm like, okay, if you need to be shown that you're in a relationship just fucking throw any old ring on well and that's exactly my point is is that the 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 efficacy or value of your vagina is not directly proportional to the size of the diamond of the man that you have happened to land and so women run around and they brag and like oh i got my ring i got my ring i got my ring isn't this big and beautiful and oh my god he went to jared and all that other malarkey but it it does not prove that you are a good, decent, or valuable human being Ooh. because someone bought you a large ring. It sounds like you recently had an experience. No, 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 no. no? I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been ruminating on this for a while. But then it got me to thinking. It's not about the value of her vagina, because I mean, he honestly, every female has one. He's gonna get tired of fucking her. What it is, is that it's a status symbol for her, not for him. It's for her to be able to brag to her friends that she has landed a man that can take care of who can afford a diamond. So then it went from annoying me to offending me. So you know what's so funny about that? It's it's status for both. Sure. Uh, It's not just her. It's a, I think it's a different type of thing for her. Um, but I also think that depends on the person because a lot of couples now are switching to those like silicone wedding bands. Oh, sure. Yeah. If the, they're very active. Yeah, and it's, the active bands. Yeah, yeah I and saw those at Dick's this weekend. That's just showing, okay, I'm married. Yeah. I do a lot of shit. I don't want to get my finger cut off by my wedding ring. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the tattooed wedding rings, which is basically mm, that's a bad call. sentencing your marriage to divorce. Yeah, that's that's a bad call. You never never get your significant other's name tattooed on your body. And don't get a tattooed wedding ring. So, okay. 
I've heard I've I've known people that have had the tattoos of a significant other that have yeah. been together for forever. Oh, see, I'd schmeagle that shit. If I had a tattooed ring, I mean, I would be Frodo of the Nine Fingers. I would bite that fucker off. I've got a a good buddy of mine that got one done with his first wife. And then he told me, he's like, dude, they told me when I was fucking getting this tattoo not to do it because it's bad luck and it's going to end in divorce. Mm -hmm. He's like, sure enough, fucking divorce. So Tara wants to get wedding rings tattooed. No. And I've been like, first of all, I don't have any tattoos. I don't want any. Uh, And then coupled with this odd suspicion because I'm not a suspicious person that was given to me by somebody whose opinion I value. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I cannot. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. So then I thought, why, why do we do rings in the first place? And it's, and it's basically so that you don't fuck around on the other person. Territory marking. Yeah. But the thing is, is that that, that, that doesn't work either. No. Because nothing is more attractive to a woman than for you to be bona fide having a wedding ring that another woman has decided that you are good enough to spend the rest of her life with, that just makes other chicks want to fuck you. Well, fucking guys don't give a shit either, though. No, well, guys don't care because you have there, a vagina. There's, there, there's a hole. Yeah. I got this. Yeah, you could have a big diamond, little diamond. Your vagina still has value to him. Yes. No, I get that. But... Here's the other thing that I don't understand, and, and my wife, genius that she is, she said, you know, the thing about the diamond is is that most diamonds are not conflict-free, and they come from these war-torn third-world African nations. You might as well just take a small African child, chop his fucking hand off, and then tie it to your hand. What a beast. Yeah, she's awesome. So, Tara likes a stone called a moonstone. And however the stone forms, water gets trapped beneath the surface. Yeah, (laughs) poonstone. It's the pussy magnet. Um, No, but it's called a moonstone. That's hematite, but it sounds like something out of Pokemon. And it's got it's got a little bit of water trapped under the surface, so it has this really really pretty sheen to it, and it almost it looks like there's like a a real rainbow inside of it. They're beautiful, and she was very adamant on not wanting a diamond, but wanting a moonstone ring. So. Excuse me. Ooh, Taco Bell. For her wedding band, we got her a moonstone ring, and she was very thrilled with it. And we're probably – it's one of those things. They're cheap, too. Mm -hmm. So if we wanted to get several of them and she wanted to have a different wedding ring for every day of the month, we could do that, and it would be financially viable. You see, my wife and I, what we did is we both got relatively identical – I'm sorry, I shouldn't cough on the microphone. I know that's very unprofessional. But we both got – uh, platinum rings that look identical with the exception of I have her uh, her Chinese zodiac symbol I have the kanji or symbol for it ta- you know sc- you know scribed onto my ring and she has mine on hers and that's it so her ring says tiger and my ring says rabbit and that's that I was born in the year of the snake Michael mm. I why the Chinese zodiac uh, cause, because the, cause you're white and nerdy, uh, because they're pretty. Yeah. I wasn't, this wasn't a, this wasn't cultural appropriation. It was just appreciating. Plus, you know, that if we were like, my ring says, my ring says Leo and her says Capricorn. It's just fucking uh, boring. Yeah. It's just, we were destined in the stars. Yeah. It was boring. 
but any which way. So that's what that's what we did. I just don't get I don't get jewelry as a thing. Like I need to buy you the diamond tennis bracelet and the diamond earrings and the diamond ring and the diamond diamond. And I'm just not going to do that. Fair enough. I mean, so Tara used to make jewelry like that was her profession before she got her current job. And she's always been a crafter and always been into that. And she got really advanced with some of the stuff that she was doing with it. Um, I am a very plain guy. Like the only piece of jewelry that I wear is a wedding ring. Well, sure, because any any it and away mm. from your face is just folly. Yeah, hell no. But I, it's that and a ponytail. I keep a ponytail on my wrist yeah, all the time. As long as it's not a man bun. It you, will, mean a, you mean a ponytail tie? Yeah, one of the. You don't ties. actually keep a ponytail. You don't actually. I keep you know, the ponytails of my hunt enemies. Children and then not children. Yeah. No, grown men no, and horses. It's horses. Okay, I horse first hunt. Of all, first of all, you're frail. You're almost sickly. There's no way you could take a grown man. You'd have to. I mean, once eighth grade, that's your cat, man. How, how much do you think I weigh? Uh, buck thirty? No. How much? I weigh 165 pounds. You do not weigh 165 pounds. I do. Pounds. Every bit of it. When my dick is in you, maybe, but mm-hmm. that's it. I weigh every bit of 165 pounds. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're wiry and muscly. Yeah, it's very powerful. You are very powerful. Um, No, muscle weighs more than fat. I know. So if I was a big fat shit, like I would look like I weighed, you know, 200 pounds. Yeah. But being that. I'm what are you saying about people that the, weigh 200 pounds? Not, no, because because I... That I'm a fat shit. Is oh, that what you're shut saying? Up. I'm a thin-framed individual anyway. So if I if I weighed 200 pounds, I would look Disgusting. quite large. I would vomit. Yeah, me too. I would throw up in my mouth. I would throw up in your mouth. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> We'd be doing... Dude, we should find that on the internet. There's people that I'm sure Yeah, that, two right? girls, one cup. Don't you no, remember that shit? I, I, uh, I never saw Two Girls One Cup. Oh, didn't you? No, I mean I know. I I mean I've 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 read the script, but I I never saw the video. So the first time I watched it, a friend and I watched it together. Um, we thought it'd be funny to do, so we watched it. We laughed our asses off. We were teenagers at the time. Yeah. And we watched it once and thought it was so funny. We were like, let's fucking watch this again. Ha ha ha. So we watch it again, and we're like, wow, that was great. Go about our day. So that night we're hanging out with some other friends and we're like, dude, we fuck it. Cause it gets brought up. Everybody was talking about it right. at, at a certain point in time. So we were like, oh yeah, we watched it twice. Cause everybody's like, I couldn't even make it through. We were like, dude, we watched it twice. We laughed our asses off. So the guy that we're telling this to is like, oh, that ain't nothing. And we were like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, look up Fiesta Solid or Four Kids Finger Painting. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> but we were out, like we were out and about, uh, and cell phones had shitty internet at the time. Right. So we're not going to look that up on a cell phone. It wouldn't have been practical. Uh, the next day that I saw the dude that was telling us about all this fucked up shit, we're in high school. We were seniors. And he's like, hey, check it out. So he pulls up Fiesta Solid. <laughs> It was, it was pretty fucked up. Not enough to where it could make me turn away, um, but fucked up. And then he's like, now let's watch Four Kids Finger Painting. I've never seen so much shit in my life. <laughs> and the, the thing that was blowing my mind with it is, you know, there's somebody at home fucking jerking his gherkin, <laughs> just going to town on the poopy porn. <laughs> okay. Well, wait, let's, let's back up. What is Fiesta Salad? 
I mean, four kids finger painting, basically pulling feces out of their diapers and rubbing it on each other in the walls. I can sort of envision that. But Fiesta... Oh, I'm, I'm glad you asked, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody shit and literally stuffed it in a vagina <laughs> and then proceeded to pee in it. And that was the Fiesta solid. <laughs> no, I want to okay. know. I oh. want to know what kind of filthy girl and what kind of money they had to pay said filthy oh, girl. Oh my god! See, I just the psychology of it. I don't understand. Even even if you're just doing it for the money, yeah. but you are asking for infections. Yeah, I am. I am. I am. I am equally marvelled by by the woman who wants a giant diamond ring because it makes her feel important and valuable. I'm all, I'm equally fascinated by the woman who is so damaged that someone would shove she would let someone shove feces into her holiest of holies and then urinate in it yeah the one that is so hard up for attention that that's the attention she'll get but it's it's all attention isn't that funny like that's ultimately what it is um it's something to direct your gaze right and i think i think that's really the most baffling thing about girls um, there are very, very few, and I mean people in general. Uh-oh. People, people Uh-oh. love attention. Buckle yeah, buckle up. We need to get the no. <laughs> buckle up. No, um, d- it's directing attention. Like mm-hmm. guys like attention. I think. Oh, should we all do? Everyone loves. Yeah, attention. Every, everybody loves attention. Everyone wants to be special. The problem is we're not. I think you're. You're right. You're right. People don't want to be put into a box. Right. That's something. I'm so bad about that. Uh, I'll have conversations with Tara all the time. And it'll it'll be something along the lines of, oh, well, you do this because of this. And she's like, I don't want you to put me in a box. I don't like that. I don't want you to say because these things happen, I now do this. Now get in my box and put a baby in me. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, no, it's fine. Like this is it, – it's the only way that I can understand you and think that you're still relatable is to have some kind of research behind it. Then she's like, that's fucked up. I'm like, yeah, it's fucked up. But moral of the story, yes, everybody's very, very similar. Um, you are awful, awful people, every one of you, myself included, mostly Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sweet and loving romantic individual. You we are, established that last episode. You are a hopeless romantic. A hopeless romantic. Yes. Aww. Aww. I just swooned. Um, but yeah, no, it's the uh, the directing of gazes. Now, what, what I find extremely uh, impressive by it is women have mastered this men have not no okay um so women they have their big rings they have if you can if you're a girl and you do anything remotely sexy you know whatever guy is around is like "Uh uh-huh uh-huh and they're just they're absolutely fixated on you so there's this uh I don't know. Women, women have definitely cornered that market, and you can use Instagram as the pillar of this, because if you look at the girls that have the most followers, well, they're all half naked. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's brilliant, great Apparently marketing I need to get strategy. Instagram. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you probably do, because yeah, if you if you look at cosplayers, even mm-hmm. there's a bunch of girls that. 10, 15 years ago, did not fucking care about any of this nerd stuff. Right. Um, now, you're hot and you dress up nerdy and you are God's gift to earth and you've got 2 million people following you and they pay you to go to conventions. 
it's fucking bizarre. But most of them. But it's but it's also it's also brilliant. It is. It is. But most of them do Patreon as well, so they will do private webcam shows, and you have to pay the money to get to view their their sexy photos and their hotness, I guess. And it's it's all attention seeking behavior, and I fucking hate it. But isn't that what we are doing right now? No. So this podcast, yes, us being offensive and provocative and bloviating and, mm-hmm. and what have you, this is not us trying. Because I think, I mean, for me, it's certainly us trying to get attention. Whose approval and to do you be want? Heard. Everyone's. I want everyone's approval. I don't want their approval. If they listen, fine. But like, no, I need validation. Oh, I don't even need that. I so, I, I I've been listening to a bunch about. Uh, a bunch of different stuff about a bunch of old people and it was my grandpa's birthday get together tonight and I watched him for the first time in this man's life not give a fuck and he's talking and people are talking to him and I watched him the way he disengaged from conversations was beautiful you know how he did it turned and started talking to somebody else (laughs) because he doesn't give a fuck he's like i really don't give a shit if you get offended by this i'm talking to them now that's really really rude no it's fucking beautiful like that that's when you've reached your peak as a person is when you're old like you've learned okay it doesn't matter all that much if they care about what i have to say if they don't whatever i'm just gonna kind of do what i want and you reach this point of not giving a fuck and I think that point is beautiful. I have yet to reach this. But that's but, but that's rude. It is rude to do. It's about your heart when you do something. I think we've talked about this before. But we have, and I just... If you're not doing something to hurt feelings or to be malicious or to be rude... No, you're doing it to be selfish. You're turning away, disengaging, not saying anything. You're just being selfish, saying, this is a waste of my time and your feelings are of no consequence. Or it's saying, hey, save your breath for something that's important. And it's teaching you a valuable life lesson. Yeah, you and I just said the same thing, except... When you said it, you tried to make it seem like you're not an asshole. Not an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I I think it's a funny thing. Like, watch old people throw shade. Okay? Watch old people throw shade. It's fucking great. You go to a restaurant with an old person, and let's say they're like 90 years old, and their food's brought to them. It's exactly how they ordered it. And you're like, and this is, I'm going to steal something from a Nick Schwartzen bit because he's right. He's like, so I take my grandpa out and sorry if this is stealing your comedy. Basically, you, cre- the, you credited the creator. I did. Yeah, I did. Um, but I, I hate to give the guy's bit away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. You fucked him. Right. Fucking him real good right yeah. now. Bend over Nick. Yeah. Um, but basically you go out with an old person, you get food with them it's exactly how they ordered it. And they're like, I don't like it. I don't want it. What's wrong with it? I don't like it. That's what's wrong with it. So you do this a couple Your of times. Your taste buds are dead. You can't even tell if you like it. So Nick Schwartzen was like, I'm going to fucking, if there's any bit of myself left in my body when I'm that old, I'm going to do the I don't like it thing a couple of times. He's like, and then the final time, he's like, this is the shock value time. He's like, I'm going to say, it tastes like wolf pussy. <laughs> And I was like, that's fucking awesome. (laughs) But you can only achieve that state by reaching 
your senior level. Right, because at that point you realize that people are afraid to punch you, not because you will fight back, but because society will rebel against them. <clears throat> you, you see, old people are less scared to get in fights than young people. Haven't it, have you watched like the Shady Oaks apartment videos and stuff? <laughs> I've no idea what God, they're beautiful. About. So <laughs> it's his retirement home. It, and you get to see all these fist fights between old people because <laughs> they'll get into it in the parking lot and the staff will go and try to break up these fist fights that these that these elderly folks are having. And God, I'm going to hell. Um, but they're trying to break up these fist fights that these elderly people are having. The elderly people are falling down trying to hit each other. <laughs> So what some what some brilliant editor has done has taken the old people and turned it into Street Fighter and put health bars above them. And then and then you see then you see the employee come up and fall down trying to get them because they're falling down and you know the they're they're pushing the employee over as he's bending over to help whichever one has fallen. Oh my god, it's glorious. But basically I, I, I would love to achieve the level that a lot of these old people have of not giving a fuck. And like when you when you brought up uh, this being attention seeking behavior, no, um, I, I I think there's value in what we do. Yeah. There is. There is. People can listen to this and they can be like, oh, you can take little bits of wisdom and you can take uh, little bits of entertainment from it. And I think all of that is good. There's value in that. You don't have to walk up to me on the street. You don't have to fucking reply to anything I say. I really don't don't care all that much. Like, if you want to engage with us, cool. I'll talk yeah, but, to you. But, but it's not about so it's it's not about that. So the the recognition is listenership. The recognition is attention. And that is the most valuable commerce that we have is paying attention actually providing someone with your focus I, and that's I don't what, think you're completely wrong that's that's what we want with this so that's what anybody wants in any relationship whether it's a relationship between the two of us or a relationship with your significant other or a relationship with the audience you want people to take their precious time and give it to you but with with attention i guess this is where I, I was recently derailed in our conversation. With attention, I think there's certain attention that we should strive to have and other attention that's irrelevant. Okay, so let's, let's, let's go down that road. What, what is the irrelevant attention? So irrelevant attention is um, getting the compliment of the clerk at a store. Okay, uh, if, you're, if you're not a regular and you're going to fucking Macy's and you're trying on clothes and you've got a sales associate there and they're like oh that looks really cute on you um, it's going to make you feel don't, good don't fucking lie to me don't lie don't don't sell me I'll decide what looks cute on me yes it looks cute on me <laughs> and then you leave mad at him with a, but you still got the clothes on now you're a thief <laughs> I can't believe you Mike uh, <laughs> no so you, you you get a compliment from somebody, a stranger, okay? Uh, this is one of those things that, like, that that's one of the best feelings in the world for anybody. If somebody that you don't know pays you a compliment, that always feels really good. Yeah. That's not necessarily a compliment that we should be shooting for. Um, I think we should be shooting for a meaningful compliment by people that we've assigned value in our lives. 
So be that a friend, a family member, a significant other, something along the lines of that. And we, we've reached a point to where we are shooting, basically we're spraying wildly machine gun fire out there trying to get attention from whomever will pay it to us, as you had said before, because there is value in attention. That's I, I do suppose that that's what we're in the business of here. Um, so when it comes to engagement with individuals, uh, you, you want to pay attention to those who are important to you and important to uh, what it is you're trying to accomplish in life and with people that you care about. And I think there's a lot of white noise, if you will, that... You are so racist. Yes, absolutely. Ugh, just white noise. Those. Why does the noise have to be white? Because the white people are irritating me. What can I say? <laughs> um but there's all this white noise and I think that's something that uh, that we've become so enamored with and that's why social media is such a detriment like it's it's a very valuable asset if used properly but it's one of those things man it's a fucking rabbit hole you ever just get on Facebook and scroll oh it's awful yeah it's horrible it's awful but then you can't help yourself no and that's that's what I'm saying and then you post something okay and then you're like who noticed my post exactly who looked at my post exactly and did anybody like, respond to my post and then it's like why the fuck do I care so Facebook has recently done something to where uh, I guess it's not recent. It's been going on for a while now to where you even get notifications when somebody posts something in groups that you're in. So it's just another way that it looks like you're more important than you are. Right. And it's it's one of those things that they're doing to draw you into the app so further. What, what it, so what is it about us that we want validation from people? on that scale, particularly people that we are not that, and I, I don't want to say intimately involved with, but people that we don't have day-to-day -day interactions yeah, with day -to -day stuff. Yeah, day-to-day interaction, close relationships with. Why, why is it that we, that we crave that? There's a, uh, there's a social hierarchy that exists basically in everything from lobsters to people. Um, it, it's a, it's a measure of dominance in a society or dominance within a group. And the level of dominance which we are looking to achieve is given to us in the form of attention at this point. You don't have to be the biggest, strongest guy or the most, uh, the richest guy anymore. That, that, that doesn't matter. Um, you have to be the one with the most eyes on you. So that's, that's where this has become a thing. Viral videos, viral posts, like these things didn't used to exist and they don't exist in the animal kingdom. So I can't rely on being able to go out and kick everybody's ass and like that being my, okay, I'm the dominant male. So what do I have to do? I have to do something to draw attention to me because attention is the commodity which we've assigned value to. Boom. <laughs> so the thing, the thing that probably disturbs me the most about that mm -hmm. is that the effort the time that we put into that, that we put into social media and that we put into things that aren't important, all it does is detract from the things that are important. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I would also go so far as to say that I'm quite miserly and selfish with my attention because even though I am gregarious and outgoing, um, <clears throat> I'm an extrovert, I, I, I really do like to be alone. And I really do like my time to myself to do what it is that I want to do with my time. Uh, that's one of the things that makes you attractive to people. 
um, because your attention is somewhat of a commodity, you've, you've taken it and you've turned it in such a way that it's valuable to other people when they're able to receive it. If Mike Broder shows up, that's a big deal. <laughs> it's stop it. It is. No. So I used to get excited. Like if I was going to be somewhere and I knew you were going to show up there, I would be excited about that because I don't really get to see you many places. Sure. Uh, things are obviously wildly different now. Like you and I have become a lot closer over the sure. past year. Uh, but like any time I got to hang out with you, I was pretty stoked about that. And it was, there was value in it because you are doing your own thing a lot of the time and uh, you you spend a lot of time with your spouse and stuff like that. Like you have your time is regimented in such a way that it's not always available to everybody. So in right. doing so you've created a, uh, there's supply and demand and you've got all the power there because it's your fucking time. Sweet. Yes. Yes. I feel powerful right now. You're extremely powerful right now. <laughs> I feel like I've just had a monster. You've had, you've probably had two and you're going to get in trouble when you get home. No, I've only had one monster today and you know, I've had none. None uh, monsters. Oh I've my had, god! I drank like two liters of Mountain Dew today, though. Mm. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. How are you not fat? It's fucking. It's a gift. <laughs> no, uh, we we went to a steakhouse tonight, and mm, I sm- I smashed a bunch of Coke. Mm. Yeah, not cocaine. Coke, Coca Cola Classic, and uh, dude, I got this delicious steak and fucking baked potato, and mm. they had these wonderful green beans that mm. were s- covered in bacon and. I'm pretty sure they put straight pork bouillon in it. I didn't care. It tasted good. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nice. And then Tara's like, do you want to buy my ribeye? And I was like, duh. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm eating some of hers too. They had the honey butter there. <laughs> Did you go to Texas? Uh, yes. Or, yeah. Yes. So, uh, so they've got the state of Texas. Yes. We went to the state of Texas for this particular meal. And I went to an old man's ranch and I was like, you feed me, bitch. Uh, and he was like, huh? <laughs> and he just turned and walked away. <laughs> he, did. he just he didn't give a fuck. No, not one. And I was like, I guess I'll cook. <laughs> That's terrible. No, so we got, the, you know, there's the honey butter and that shit is basically pudding. Like, you can just eat that because yeah. it's a gift from God. No, sure. Um, that's why the Jews wanted to go to the land that was flowing with milk and honey. I just bumped my face on the mic because it's delicious. Done. Milk and honey, honey butter. You're welcome. <laughs> mm, they put cinnamon in it too. I'm No, don't don't fuck oh, it up. Don't oh, fuck it up with cinnamon. Oh, they are. They, that's what they did there. I didn't do it. No, they those people it up. They those people it up. did it. No. At at for, the at the roadhouse of, all, of Texas. All, you, you don't say those people. <laughs> Talking about the employees <laughs> of an establishment. Don't, you don't say that. That's very, very offensive. Yes, I am offending the fuck out of them right now. But yeah, you, you, and I don't even like bread. Yeah, but I'm like, Ooh. can I say something controversial? Hmm. And 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 I don't. I, I seriously don't say this to be provocative. I, I really, really don't. And and this is probably going to get us more hate mail. But I I don't understand why, as a society, we accept and embrace transgender, but we don't accept and embrace transracial. So if, if I am genetically male, but I identify as female, yep. that's acceptable to society. But if I am born Caucasian and I identify as black, I'm a fucking nutter. 
I, I don't I don't see the difference. And that's something that I, I just I've been wrapping my head around. I'm trying to understand. I don't I, I just don't I don't get it. Rachel, what's her name? Shame on me for not being prepared. But uh, who was with the uh, with the NAACP? Okay. Yeah, and, and it comes out that she's actually a cracker. Yeah. And, and I'm like, and 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 I, you know, my wife and I've been talking about this. I just don't, I don't understand why one is okay and the other is not. So, I do. Okay, anytime you talk about something, because at that point you are talking about something that's mental, right? But is but is 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 it because race is such a hot button issue? I don't know, like because when you're saying I identify as this or that or the other, that's mental. Okay, that's something that you're thinking. That's something. Your hair is very beautiful right now. Thank you. I shampooed today, uh, so that's something that's mental. If you have something mental like that, like I don't know how you decide which one is acceptable and the other one's not. Uh, is it okay for somebody to say they're seeing ghosts so they can masturbate in the street? Like all of that, is, it, it's very odd. So at what point, yeah, do you say, okay, this one's okay, this one's not? Yeah. Who, who gets to decide that? Yeah, what, where where is the line and why? Yeah. No, in any any and time I, you I have, just, I just I need, I need help with that. I really do. I need I need help to understand. What I think I. I'll I'll speak for you a little bit here. You're not saying that you're intolerant about anybody that's transgender or no, I'm saying that transracial. Am, you just don't understand what the difference is between the two and yes, why I, I am, one I am, is a subject to outrage. I am, I am absolutely tolerant of people who are transgendered. I I honestly, I don't know anyone who is transracial. What I'm saying is, is that I do not understand exactly the distinction why transgender is something that society embraces and mm -hmm. accepts but transracial is not and what is the difference between the two so i think we're at a very odd point in time right now and i think for the next five years i'm not going to give anything much longer than that uh but i think for the next five years this is where we're going to see a lot of the envelope pushing mm -hmm. and i think people are go are really testing the waters with okay what's okay what's not especially with the uh, prevalence of the internet in our lives. So anybody can say they're outraged about anything now, and all of a sudden they've got this large voice, and everybody's like, oh, my God, that will change over the next five years. So you, do you think that transracial will become acceptable? No. Why? It's, it's not about the race thing or anything like that. I think we're going to see... Um, this type of thing kind of fall by the wayside a little bit. Like I said, in the next five years, I don't think it's going it, to transgender, transracial. Uh, I don't think these are going to be the hot button issues that they are now. Hmm. And like I said, give that about five years, and I think that'll probably start to die off. Uh, if not, most definitely within the next ten. I don't see. I'm 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 the other way. I mean, you know, people said, "Oh, the internet's not going to be a thing," and now it's it is ubiquitous. It's just it's pervasive. It's everywhere. I think that I think that transgender is something that is that is here to stay. That it is going to become more and more accepted in society, and more people are going to be open to it. Um, the question that I have, because I, I mean, I don't I don't think that's going to change. I don't think it's going to go back to how it was. My question is, is that in in light of that, mm -hmm. will transracial become the new thing that hey, you know what? This is this is okay. You, it's okay to be transracial. So to reiterate my point, I don't think they're going to be hot button issues anymore. 
Okay. So you think transracial will become accepted? I No, what I'm saying is I don't think people are going to look at transgender and transracial as hot-button issues. I think it's going to be something that'll be like, all right, they're doing their thing. Does that make sense? It, it does. Um, so it's not one of those things to where I think I don't think it's going to be in the spotlight any longer. Mm. Like I said, within five, ten years at the most, um, I think how voices are heard on the Internet is going to change a little bit as well. Uh, the voice of outrage is the one that's most commonly heard at this juncture. Yeah, squeaky wheel gets the grease and all that. Exactly. This is because this is all very, very new to us. We're going to, we're at the, we're at the point where the boy cried wolf. And we're going to get to a point to where that starts to die off a little bit. And it's going to be like, all right, I don't need to listen to everything every motherfucker says on the internet. We learned this with verbal communication a very, very long time ago. You don't, you take, you put sugar in what you say and salt in what you hear is the expression. You, you learn how to differentiate between that which is important and that which isn't. Um, so what I, what I think you'll see is I think you will, uh, you'll see less of mainstream media dictating hot button issues. And I, I do think you'll see less of that. I think people are going to be manipulated on a much smaller level when it comes to that sort of thing. There will still be manipulation as far as, oh, we need people to be talking about this or that. I don't think it's going to be the way that it is now. Um, people will be able to dictate the conversation more so than they've been able to in the past. And I think, like I said, five to 10 years, that's that envelope is just going to get pushed. And I think, in, I think it's going to be pretty profound when people find out that they can use their voice effectively and that you can block out a lot of the bullshit that's coming in. Hmm. That's my theory. You're welcome, Internet. <laughs> no, so what we're doing right now is consider long-form communication. And this is something that does not exist. It exists right now, but people are very picky and choosy about the long-form communication that they consume. I think this is something that you're going to see more of in the future. So I think you're going to see more conversations with people, and that's what people are going to start to turn to for their source of knowledge, news, and that sort of thing. And, uh, I mean, podcasts are booming right now. Why? Because people are craving this sort of thing. They don't want a fucking a two-paragraph news, news article about some bullshit or a 30-second clip that incites outrage just because somebody needed to sell a story. I think they would rather have, hear a conversation with ideas and that sort of thing, and that's why this is starting to pick up and boom in the way that it is. So I think moving forward, people are going to become more attuned to this, and I think we're going to see more, more. I think we're going to see things that matter uh, on a much more profound level coming into the uh, into the spotlight. I don't think people are going to be worried so much about what everybody else is doing. I think they're going to be worried about what people are doing as a whole and trying to push for a better world. And that's me being hopeful. An optimist, yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, I, I think the other direction. The internet's going to destroy us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, um, I think I think we're gonna learn how to allocate attention much better. I see. I I don't. I do. I don't. I I think I think that I think that we are ruined. No, we no, we were ruined a long time ago. So think about this. Think about uh, when you were a kid. You'd watch some TV. Okay, you're watching the TV, and there's fucking who who did you know? You only knew famous people. How did you get famous? Well, you had to be in Hollywood. You had to catch a break. You had to do all this bullshit. Um, now it's very different. Now you can start a YouTube channel and you can get famous like that and become a millionaire making videos of you 
fucking riding a four-wheeler. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. Like, you can do whatever you want to gain attention. So uh, the nature of celebrity has changed. It's no longer dictated so much by a certain group of people. You can actually put yourself out there and start to gain recognition. So I think you're going to see more individuals who are truly unique start to get out into the spotlight and their laziness is going to play a factor here. So you're going to have dumb shits running around just like you have now that will take the time to make videos and people will watch them because they're like, this is ridiculous. Yes. Um, but there are going to be some truly profound people that really start to step out into the spotlight. And I think those are going to be your fucking Dwayne, the rock Johnson's and stuff like that. Just people that have incredible work ethic or just great talent and I think those people are going to be at the forefront of uh, how we pay attention in the next few years, as far as celebrities go. Those are my thoughts. No, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm nodding. I, I understand where you're coming from. I have a much more bleak perspective. About Shoot, it. what you got? I, I think that I think that we're, I think that we are going to become addicted to our ADD culture, and people are just going to want shorter form and shorter form and shorter form entertainment. And they're just going to flip channels and flip channels and flip channels. We have a lot of that now. And that's that's the and stuff. it's going to get worse. But that's the stuff that's starting to decline in popularity. Really? Yeah. So the, the on YouTube, there was, there was a sweet spot for a long time. And you wanted your video to be between so many minutes up to this. But you didn't really want more than like seven or nine minutes, something like that. Well, now there's a lot of series on YouTube that are shooting for 20 to 40 minutes, sometimes an hour, and those are actually getting more views than other videos. And this <laughs> is because people are kind of craving a little bit more out of a particular interaction. It's because we're getting everything in just little blips. Hmm. Um, again, podcasts is doing very well because people are kind of craving some of that long-form communication that doesn't exist. Now, uh, we can we can look at a couple of reasons for, for why this is the way that it is, but it, everything has been skewed in such a way over the past 75 years of, okay, you can only get this much news or this much of something at a given time. All of the interaction that you had and what you had available to you as a tool of learning was um, your engagement with other people. Uh, we did kind of fall off, we, or we have kind of fallen off there because your engagement with other people is now... Um, on the internet and people are starting to crave that that real uh that real engagement again so i think i do think um long-form communication is going to be blowing up maybe not blowing up but it'll continue to grow at a very very steady pace over the next few years and i think that'll be the primary uh source of consumption for a lot of people in the future Hmm. science Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> but again, it, that, that that's all attention, and I guess that's kind of where the this entire conversation is gone. Yeah, I was going to say, so the listener is probably for the last 20 minutes going, what the fuck does this have to do with my relationship with my girlfriend or my boyfriend or my boyfriends or my marriage or whatever? Well, this has everything to do with your relationship with yourself. Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't, don't, get, don't get all Tony Robbins on me with the big teeth. Don't do that. <laughs> you guys missed the face. Um, so your relationship with yourself is how, who do you want attention from? Why are you pushing for this attention? Why are you spending more time fucking around making sure you're getting likes on Instagram than you are having a conversation with somebody that you care about or somebody that cares about you? Because you, because you're a cunt. Because you are vapid and you have no depth 
of character and you have nothing interesting to say or you're so desperately selfish you have no desire to listen to the thoughts of others it will happen people will listen to the thoughts of others yeah what'd you say no that's no, that's where I'm at. I am so vapid and shallow <laughs> that I don't have. In fact, right now, I'm basically your grandpa. I am turning away and talking to someone else because I'm so utterly disinterested in this conversation. Wow. <laughs> I thought you were just old and had trouble paying attention. I fucking hate you. <laughs> no, uh, I... I I think people just need to watch what they're doing with their attention and how they're yeah. get how they're how they're looking for attention. Um, don't get your jollies off on getting hit on. Like while what? it's hold on, hold on. Everyone loves to be hit on. Hold on, it's 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 what you do with this attention. So I think it's absolutely damaging to seek the attention of somebody who you would normally date. So if I'm going out of my way to get you to notice me because I think you're attractive, that's fucked up. And you're ultimately like, that's insecurity. You're putting your... Wait, wait, wait. Am I, am I single? No, no, no. Let's say you're in a relationship, okay? Because we're, we're in relationships. That's yeah. that's where I'm coming from here. Um, so if I am actively going out of my way to make sure that somebody that I think is attractive notices me, I'm that's technically infidelity. Yeah, like, no, you're playing a dangerous game. Uh, yeah, so, for sure. So that's a line that you really don't want to cross. And like a lot of people, okay, so let's take that into social media. So you you might have fucking added a girl that you couldn't get, you know, you follow her on Instagram or whatever, one that you knew in high school that just never gave you the time of day. And now you're just, oh man, maybe I'll comment on her status, see if she'll say something back. Oh, she said something back. I'm feeling good about this. Oh, she liked my picture. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point, okay, what you're doing is just as fucked up as if that person were in the room. Like, you're, you're trying to um, spark a flame that you couldn't have had otherwise. Uh, and I, I don't, I don't know, I think you should be directing your attention or trying to get attention in a much different way. Especially if you're in a relationship, you need to be cultivating positive interactions with your significant other. What? D- do people do that? Do people consciously wake up in the morning and say, hmm, today I'm going to focus on cultivating positive relationships and positive interactions with my significant other? I do. You're a fucking insane person. I am here's, absolutely here's, an insane here's what, person. Here's what I do in the morning. I wake up. I love you. Have a good day at work. You, oh, so the first thing that you say to the person that you love is that you love her and you wish her well in her day. Yeah, not I don't I don't fucking calculate it like a goddamn robot like well, it's if I ca- say something like that you take it so literally. Oh my god. You consciously think about that you you consciously do the calculus. I don't get that. You just you do it or you don't do it. You don't think about it. You don't plan it. You just do it. I, it's not all as calculated as you think with me. You, There's a lot of impulse that you don't yeah, understand. I, yeah, you're right. I, you know what? I don't believe that. I don't believe that there is impulse. I believe that there is that that there is there's always math involved. Why? Be, because that's how you sound. I sound articulate. 
Reese, now, if I, now hold on a second. Let me. If I say it to Tara this way, then I'll get this reaction. Mm, I don't want that reaction exactly. Let me calculate. You know, Tara. Here's the interesting thing. I've been analyzing you, <laughs> and I think that. Perhaps if you did these couple of things a little bit differently, you would be happier. Oh my God! Yeah, your brain is a prison, I suppose. Yeah, your 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 brain is an elaborate prison. It's 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 a labyrinth. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. So recently, Tara and I decided that the first thing we would do when we saw each other after work is give each other a kiss. Why did that have to be decided? Because sometimes no, hold on, no, no, hold on, hold on, no, no. Look at how judgy you are. That's that's how my wife and I have always been. Always. That's great. Not always. everybody is you and your wife. So yeah. a lot of people, the first thing that they'll do when they see their partner is bitch about something that happened in their day, or bitch about something that they don't like about what they're seeing right now. That's not appropriate. And that's no, not okay. No, it's not appropriate. But. But that's your instinct. Well, your instinct isn't always right. Sometimes your instinct tells you to go out and pay hookers for sex, but you don't do it. Uh, no. My instinct tells me not to pay hookers for sex because I'm married. If I was single, my instinct would be, oh, you're single. Go pay hookers for sex. Okay. Okay. So, fuck you. <laughs> Because all you want to do is be combative right now. I do not. That's not what I'm saying at all. You're so contrarian. <laughs> I fucking hate that. God damn it. You talked to Capuano. Did no, you, you you've said that to me Jesus before, Christ. you cunt. Yeah. You were like, you're so contrarian. And I'm <sighs> like, you bitch. Oh, my God. You just, you you come home and you express affection or you don't. That's So that's the thing. Some people, and this is when you get caught up in life, the thing that you're always doing isn't always expressing affection. Like, you don't always do the right thing. And sometimes it takes making a new habit or doing something different to come out of a rut. So cultivating a positive interaction with your spouse, you dick. What What's the first thing that we do when we see each other? We make out. Hey, what's up? What's up, bro? Tongue punch my dirt star. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we say hi. We get excited to see each other. And we'll give it... We'll give each other a little brief on the week. Yeah. Uh, what happened since I saw you last? How's this? Um, that's what we do every time. You and I do. That's part of the nature of our relationship. Now, if we were getting together, getting together and the first thing we were doing is bitching about the way your fucking hair looks today, we probably wouldn't be friends much longer. No, but, but that's that's the thing is that even if I didn't like your hair. You know what I wouldn't do is fucking tell you. Oh, well, that's because I, do you not? Like, do you avoid all conflict in your relationship? No. Because we're having conflict right now in this relationship. You're having conflict. <laughs> I'm having a conversation. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking table. Uh, oh, which reminds me, I saw a cartoon on Facebook. Because uh, my wife and I say, you know, I always, I always, she says I love you and I say I love you more and she gets mad at me. And so there's a guy, a man and a woman, they're sitting down at a restaurant and, you know, 
Uh, I'm summarizing, but he basically says, you know, uh, you know, I love you. And she says, I love you more. And he goes, no, I love you more. And she goes, no, I love you more. And he says, do you know what this means? And then the next panel is he's flipping the table and she's got a knife drawn. And, and he's like, one of us is a fucking liar. <laughs> and that, that's how you see the world. Yeah, it is. It is how I see the world. One person always one person always has the upper hand in a relationship because they have less affection for the other person that that's that's pretty common though and that's going to that's going to there's going to be ebbs and flows with that sure uh, so there are going to be times where you're the one holding the cards. I feel like I feel like we're I feel like that's the next episode because I feel like we could probably go on this no, one that's, for a while. That's that's I don't a whole wanna, thing. Yeah, I don't I don't think and I think that us actually having an idea what the episode is before we start talking is a good idea. Yeah, well, now that, we're gonna have to remember. Yeah, that. I think that there's some organization issues that this show has. Um, yeah, the fucking two idiots that like to hear themselves talk. Yeah. Oh God, I love the sound of my voice. I hate the sound of my voice, but I love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best we're, we're just about wrapped up here right. pay attention to your attention how about that yeah so i mean just just be just be wise with your with the the, the be, be wise with the commodity that is your attention i think that's absolutely true and, and be mindful of where you spend that attention i mean i i generally I I miserly hoard my attention to myself and then I squander it on frivolous things. Fair enough. So word of wisdom this week. I'm going to take this one. You should. Um you're going to take this one. I'm going to take There's a kettlebell under the table. I thought I just bumped it with my foot and I thought it was your shoe. Holy crap. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, "Am I playing footsies with Mike right now?" God, I hope not. That's a big. That's a thirty-pound kettlebell, man. That's no joke. Yeah, it's it's a joke. I throw that shit. You do not. What do you mean you do not? You do not. You don't throw it. No, I would break something. That would be irresponsible. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What's the word of wisdom? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I kept tying everything back into this attention thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, there is a relationship coach online. His name is Coach Corey Wayne. And he says, and this is, this is the word of wisdom, the most valuable commodity that you have is your time. So spend your time wisely. Boom wisdom is not i feel i feel like that if you go back and listen to this episode we, we said that like eight times yeah but he actually yeah. like we didn't oh I, was he a doctor no he's not a doctor exactly a my dude, point playing so a he's dude, no disguised. more special than we are he's richer than we are yeah. oh is that so so money makes you special no that makes you successful well, I guess that depends on your measure of success. Now we're going to have to do an episode on measuring. <laughs> you better get out the ruler. Get out the ruler. Oh, yeah. And, hey, as long as we can agree this is six inches. Hold no, up no, your no. pinky. No, you measure it from the base. And the base is as far back as you can push <laughs> that ruler into your scrotum. That's the, So you get an erection, and then you take that ruler, and you shove it as far back 
So and you're you're basically sticking your balls in your butthole while you're measuring. <laughs> well, no, you wrote a whatever it takes. Okay, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's there is a portion of your shaft that goes farther back than that piece of skin right there. Yes. So you can reach back toward your taint and feel more shaft. That's where you measure from. That's why I have an enormous dick. Because you measure from your fucking bladder. It's like <laughs> Mike performs a surgery every time he goes to measure his ding dong. He's like, hey, hey, just make a small incision right here. I need to get the ruler up in I had there. a zipper insult. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> trying to show you how big my dick is. You can't see it this way, you fucking dumbass. All right, I have to go home. I love you so much, guys.